Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. On today's brand new banging, I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. You asked for it, you got it. Today's I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast is all housewife, everything, all housewife, everything, with a special guest and one of the only people who I know I could deep dive with, my guy Norman Baker, Stormin Norman Baker, television producer extraordinaire. I met him while I was guest hosting the Wendy Williams show. He became a reluctant on-air personality because of his knowledge, his shit-talking, and his love of all things housewives and gossip. He's a great guy, a great guest to break down all things housewives. Coming up next, my friend Stormin Norman Baker. We're talking Real Housewives of Atlanta. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and Real Housewives of Everywhere. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers. Start this puppy over something real nice. Start this puppy over something real proper. But most importantly, start this I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast off with something real funky and real loud. This is the I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. All right. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Very, very exciting for me. I've been talking about it. I don't get to deep dive. I don't get to really, really go in the deep, deep waters of the ocean. 
about reality TV, specifically all things Bravo, all things Real Housewives. So I had to bring in an expert who you get to hear from a little bit, but I know he's got so many more scorching hot opinions on all things Housewives. My guy, Stormin' Norman Baker, one of the producers from the Wendy Show, one of the producers from the upcoming Sherry Shepard Show, who's an expert on all things gossip, all things reality TV. Stormin' Norman, how are you, my friend? Michael Rappaport, what's going on? How are you? Everything is good. Everything is good. The summer, you know, we got a couple more weeks of the summer. How's your summer been? Uh, it's been great. I don't remember m- most of it. Just been kind of like partying and drinking and, you know, avoiding viruses and stuff. Yeah, they're switching. They're coming up with all sorts of virus. Every day there's a new virus. Every day, every week, there's a new virus. There's something <laughs> new. Before we get into the, the housewives and all that stuff, and I'm sure you get asked this a lot, and I'm sure it's probably hard to answer, um, but how did you wind up even becoming the producer and also an on-air personality for the Wendy Williams show? Like, I, I know producer came first, and then I'm imagining the Wendy, uh, you know, becoming on-air w- was sort of organic. But just break that down for people, because people always ask me, how do I get into TV? How do I do this? You know, just break down your sort of uh, path to wind up uh, on the Wendy show and now what you're doing now. My uh, racks to riches story? Yes. Basically got off the bus from Chicago, and uh, <laughs> I really didn't know anybody in this business, like nobody. So, and it's basically who you know, not what you know kind of thing. But I knew nobody and uh, I was just kind of like determined to make it. And I sent my resume to like a trillion like production companies. And I got a job as the receptionist at the Ananda Lewis show. And uh, I was her receptionist. And then from there, I just kind of like, worked my way up and it's a lot of hard work and uh i eventually became one of the producers over at wendy in our hot topic segment and a lot of our like backstage conversations just kind of like organically started to like spill out on air because i was her floor like i was on the set with her and i really was just supposed to be behind the scenes but you know she thought like what i said was funny and a lot of the time she like put me on the spot which was right i think a little like entertaining for her so you never had any aspirations of being in front of the camera you always wanted to do something behind the scenes no i was a pretty i just wanted to be a producer when you came from chicago what was a producer in your head like what was that i don't even think i know i just wanted to be like let in the building and just kind of like work in tv i just wanted to like be a part of it so i don't really think i had any sort of aspirations right I don't think I even knew what I wanted to do, really. I just wanted to be involved in TV because I'm a huge, like, pop culture fanatic. So I just wanted to, like, be a part of it. Well, yeah, I know you're a huge pop culture fanatic. That's why you're so good. I mean, when I was guest hosting the show, I mean, you, specifically for me, I mean, you made... I mean, you're like, I don't know, it's like a pitcher and a catcher, like throwing it back and forth. And, you know, you know your stuff so good and you just know the landscape and, you know, what to say, what not to say, how to push it, not to push it. Because daytime TV is not like a podcast. On a podcast, you can say fuck shit, fuck shit. Um, you know, <laughs> wait, and I didn't then, say fuck shit, fuck shit. Uh, wait, I didn't even know you said that. I never heard you say that before. <laughs> fuck shit, fuck shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> was it was it crazy? You know, with the, with the popularity of the Wendy Show, you know, starting to get recognized. Because I'm sure, listen, just from the Wendy Show, you know, there's people that you know, and I only did it just a few times. Was it crazy for you? Because I'm sure you get recognized still when people would see you on the street. Was it bugged out for you, like that you became, you know, sort of a? Yeah, it's still crazy. Like I can't. Like it's funny that like I go to the grocery store and people are like, "Hey, where do I know you from?" A lot of the time, they think like. They went to high school with me or something. But, yeah, a lot of the time people are like, hey, you're from Wendy. How you doing? Right. TSA is always the funniest. And it's always good. Having TSA on your side is always a good thing. Having, you know, TSA people, you know, like, you know, be happy to see you. Because, you know, if they're not in a good mood, you could wind up getting jammed up and frisked and bag search and all that. All right. You said uh, one of the reasons why you got into television uh, fresh off the bus from Chicago is because you're a pop culture expert. I want to talk Housewives with you. But before I talk Housewives with you, there was breaking news. And I have DM'd you. We have text since there's been a handful of breaking news things that have happened uh, that I'm I'm like, let's break into the studio, go live and, and figure it out. First of all, there's two topics. Kevin Federline, who should just keep his mouth shut, K-Fed. Last week, we all know that Britney Spears has been through the ringer. We all know that Britney Spears, you know, is sensitive. This guy last week, he really pissed me off because if you have kids, you've been in a relationship, everybody has stuff with their kids. Kevin Federline, K-Fed, posted videos last week of Britney arguing with her kids. Now, every parent argues with their kids and anybody, you know, whether it's my parents, if there's videos taken out of context and posted, would look crazy. Whether it was me as a father, me with my father, or somebody else. And I just thought it was just, for someone who's been through what she's been through, uh, Britney Spears, I just thought it was some real sucker shit that he did that to his, you know, whether they get along, not get along, you know, to do that to her and to, you know, his baby mama after all these years. What did you think of that? I, I think he's been taking the high road for so long by, like, keeping quiet i really don't know why he stooped so low to release that those videos it was pretty bad but you know i mean i guess maybe he was pushed to it because she kind mm. of like lashed out at, at his parenting and she lashed out at the boys oh did she i decided she said something about his parenting yeah like i feel like she said something about him being a father and uh the boys being like not coming to her wedding and not being a part of her life. And so I think she like, you know, lashed out. And so he lashed back. Yeah, it is messy. And then and the other one that I, you actually sent it to me because I, I was doing something. The other one that damn near broke the internet was Pistol Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, the nine month relationship that, uh, I mean, like you said to me, we just have to thank them because they gave us nine months of pleasure, pain, joy, gossip, and all that stuff. What is your take on Pistol Pete? Do you have any uh, predictions on who he'll wind up being with next? Do you have any predictions on who Kim will be with next? And do you think that Kim and Kanye will eventually get back together? Break it all down, Storm and Norman Baker. Kim and Kanye, I think they're done. I think she's done with Kanye forever. I don't see them reuniting. But I do predict she's going to go back black. I feel like, you know, she's got the history. <laughs> she's got Reggie Bush. She's got Ray J, the great Kanye West. And then she went with uh, Pete Davidson, 
But I think that was just like a nine month blip. I think she'll come back over. Where can she go from here? Like, as far as like, you know, she's getting, she's 40 years old. Like these basketball players, the ones currently playing NFL players, these guys are, they're kids. But not that she cares, but like, where, where does she go? Where does she swim in the pool here? Like, how do you find somebody that's sort of age appropriate? Not that she cares about age, but where do you think, you know, she goes? Is it going to be an athlete, an actor? Is it going to be some unknown banker? Because you know that won't work. That will never work. You know, that might work for a short period of time. Like, where, where does she go? Right. I think she's going to go the activist route. Because, you know, she wants to be, like, a political activist. So I think maybe she will get with, like, a Van Jones or, like, a, I don't know, Bakari Sellers. I don't even know if he's with anybody. But, you know, I think she's going to get with, like, a, a politician or some sort of activist. That's what I, I see her doing next. You think she's done with the athletes? I think the athletes are over. And what about Pistol Pete Davidson? Because you know they're taking bets on who Pistol Pete, you know, like there's a thing in Vegas. Like, you know, with Kim, there's like every athlete. They're like, you know, they mention your man Van Jones. I mean, there's everybody's up there. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. They're mentioning uh, James Harden, who was already with Chloe. Uh, I mean, where does, I mean, Pistol Pete, the world is his oyster at this point. Right. I feel like he's going to go old, old. I feel like he's going to be like, (laughs) <laughs> cougar territory like 50s 60s right. Dip, yeah, yeah i feel like he's gonna go with somebody much like housewife style like it's gonna be like a diana jenkins asher situation right okay all right you pivoted he's gonna find a really rich woman who's in her 50s and that's my prediction all right. All right. I'm going to hold you to it because it's, cra- I mean, the whole thing is crazy. And, you know, I mean, it, like you said, thank you for your service. It was just well, all we could say. We could complain. We could talk shit all we want. But at the end of the day, especially, you know, in our field, it's like just salute. It's just like you got to salute them. <laughs> the Skeet, Skeet Davidson videos. And I mean, it was incredible. It was incredible. Crazy. Like, when we look back on that 20 years, 30 years, like, and they go over, like, the year of 2022, like, when we see that, like, we will have smiles on our face. It'll bring back such memories and emotions that we had because that shit was like, what's happening here? Uh Uh-huh. And it was so quick that I do believe in 20 years we're going to be like, remember? Oh, right. Kardashian was with Pete Davidson. Right. We'll have totally forgotten about it. I am Rappaport Podcast. In an era where watching sports means making money from your couch, there's only one team to join, Captain Picks. Captain Picks was created to help break all bookies for beginning bettors or seasoned veterans. Strategy, expertise, bankroll management. By signing up for a daily, weekly, or monthly subscription, you receive an all-access pass to curated U.S. and global sports picks that are made by professional handicapping captains 24-7. Make money around the clock. This is a community built of men and women just like you who want to win but don't have time to attack the lines alone. Use promo code VCASH at checkout to get a buy one, get one free on any one-time membership purchase at CaptainPicks.com. Captain Picks, the time to win is now. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby. 
needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know... What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places you pivoted into diana jenkins i want to start with the housewives i want to start with atlanta the real housewives of atlanta then we'll go into um the real housewives of Beverly Hills, and then I want to talk about Dorinda. I want to talk about uh, Bluestone Manor, and then I want to ask you uh, your top five. Have, have you? You're up to speed on Atlanta, correct? I've seen. I'm up to speed on everything, even Dubai, which you know I'm just eyed on. But you know, what is your take on Dubai? What What is your first? What is your good? It's just. It's just starting out. We don't have a table flip moment yet. You know, like they're just they're new. We got to give them some time. I think they're gonna get there. Okay, 
Okay. I, I do too. I do too. Uh, you know, I'm watching, you know, my standards are so high. And, you know, when there's other shows on that are really, you know, like going full throttle, like Atlanta, you compare them. It's like, for me, it's like teams and athletes. You compare them like, well, they're not as good. This is just a rookie show. All right. But with Atlanta, Marlo, who I know I was happy she got a peach. And I'm on record saying, I don't want my housewives buttoned up nice. We want them messy, but when they get messy, we turn on them. Yeah. What is, before I get into specifics, what is your take on Marlo's uh, season, her first official season of being a, a Real Housewives of Atlanta? She got her. She got her peach. Do you think they should rescind her peach? Do we should we take the peach back? Did they give her a rotten peach? Where are we at on, on my girl Marlo? See, I'm gonna make you get in trouble here, not me. I'm not gonna be getting in trouble this one. No, listen, I love Marlo. <laughs> Like, I love Marla. I'm finally, I'm happy she finally got that peach. But <laughs> she's doing a lot of, like, pot stirring that, like, we see it happening. And she's, like, attacking people we love. She's attacking Kenya, attacking the great Candy Burris. Who attacks Candy? So, a- attacking Todd. <laughs> it's just, like, it was, <laughs> it was too much. So, I think she can rein it in a little bit. But I do like her. I want to keep, I want her to stay on the show. Do you think that the great Candy Burris is worldwide? Because she said, she said to her, you're only known in Atlanta. She said to her, you are only known in Atlanta. Candy responded, bitch, I'm worldwide. She said, bitch, I'm worldwide. Yeah. That gave us a good catchphrase for the season. Candy's good with the catchphrases. Candy's really good. And then she went after poor Todd. I mean. Oh, Todd. For me, like Todd's been through with the mom who's chilled on him. They have kids like they're doing their thing, even though I don't agree with, you know, how they're doing, uh, um, you know, their financial planning. God forbid something happens to them. You know, everybody's got to figure that out for themselves. I have no problem with Todd. going to give the kids money. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He's like, yo, if you pass, fuck it. The party's over. The rent's not getting paid. The car payments, you're going to be ready to fend for yourself. Those kids are like, (laughs) sorry to these kids. (laughs) <laughs> right. Lay off Todd. Right. Lay off Todd. And do you think, uh, like, what do you think of the Kenya Marlowe beef? And, like, what is your take on Kenya at this point? Because for me, there's been a little bit of posturing. You said the word posturing. You know, for me, Kenya's, like, been a little bit lazy. I feel like she's hazing Sonya, who's figuring it out. She's a rookie. I mean, she's a, a rookie in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like, that's not the place you want to be a rookie at. Like, they should have some sort of training program. Uh-huh. Opposite women like Sheree and Marlo and Drew, who's tough. You know, and Kenya is the toughest housewife of all time. Like, you don't want to go against her. But I do believe, you know, Kenya, we'll get into my, my top five later, but, you know, Kenya's up there for me. Uh, I do think she's really, really smart about kind of, like, pulling back the season and not being, like, such a monster. She's, uh, like, pulling back and kind of, like, showing, like, a softer side. She's actually pretty likable. I agree. Really funny. And, like, she, all the ladies seem to like her more than they usually do. So I think she's doing a smart job. I actually think she's, like, killing it this year. I agree with you. She is more likable. She is funny. Her whole, like, you know, Jamaican MC thing I thought was funny on the boat. And she, you know, normally there'll be one 
uh, you know, moment each season where she's a little bit more vulnerable, but she's definitely, you know, you know, throughout the season been more vulnerable. And I feel like you're right. She is, this is the most well-rounded, likable season. And I don't think she's, she hasn't done any like crazy Kenya moments so far. No, not at all. Except I did. I really loved seeing drunk Kenya. That was like, I didn't know this Kenya existed. That was a whole new Kenya. Like she did like a, a Sonia Morgan. Like I thought she had like, you know, had pat, like she had like maybe dung her head or something. Like she literally almost like she hit the ground and that wasn't like a, st- a Pratt fall. Like she bust her ass. <laughs> I applaud her for that. She gave and us she, a Countess Luann in the bushes. <laughs> and she popped up like a true champion. <laughs> do, do you miss Portia? How much you have to miss Portia and how much do you miss her? I really, really miss Portia. I feel like we're missing something this year. I'm really liking it. Don't get me wrong. I really like it. But we're missing Portia and Cynthia. Like, I didn't know we'd miss them so much, but I feel like we really need, like, Portia back. We need Portia. We need her family. We need her mom. We need her rich African entrepreneur, Beyonce. Right. Right. Because <laughs> Portia... Like, just when Portia's life got messy, we, like, we lose her? Yeah. It's not right. If you going back to more bets, if you were a betting man and you had to bet the house and the home, uh, would you say Portia will be back on the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah, one thousand percent, she's coming uh, back. It's like the mafia; nobody ever really truly leaves. You always come back, always. Even the great Bethany Frankel, billion dollars, she still came back, and I think Bethany will be back. I unfortunately, Norman. As much as I would love Bethany to be back, I don't see it happening. And it hurts me to say that. I just do not see it happening with these new shows. Um, you know, you hear all these rumors. I know you see the rumors just like I do. They get your heart racing and skipping. But I feel like Bethany, uh, you know, with this new Real Housewives, a complete revamp of the Real Housewives, and then whatever they're calling the Real Housewives, like uh, OG show or the Real Housewives legacy show, she's not going to be on there. I just don't think she's going to do it. I mean, she should do it. She, you know, I love her. She's on Instagram talking shit. I feel like she needs to do it. Like, I feel like her DNA, like her, like her, like, I don't want to quote R. Kelly, but her body is calling for her to be on the housewife, but I just don't think she's going to do it. Her mind is telling her no. (laughs) (laughs) Now she, Bethany, I do think maybe down the road. She'll return. Like, just come for the launch. Do, like, three episodes. Like, just, you know, like, for old time's sakes. I mean, the, she knows the show. I don't know, maybe. I just, I don't think it's going to happen. I take her on a, on a, a, like, those all-star shows, the Ultimate Girls Trip shows. I would take her on that. A hundred percent. I just, I'll take her wherever we can get her. A hundred percent. Um, Sheree, again, betting man. Are we ever going to see She by Sheree? Are we ever going to be seeing... Like the mats. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. Like, is it dresses? <laughs> 14 seasons of this show. This is season 14, and she's been on since season one, talking about She by Sheree. And we have yet to see anything. I guess maybe we're being like set up for maybe some big reveal at the end of the season. Maybe, possibly. But if you're talking about it this much, like, because I went to the website. And I got, like, 404 not found. Like, it's still, like, nothing is there. Nothing is there. So 
you know, I'm hoping, I wish her nothing but the best, as you would say. But that's too much for ain't happening. Man, oh man. I mean, we've seen people come on Real Housewives of everywhere and create... I mean, we got three wick candles, two wick candles. We got people doing shoe companies, cell phones, you know, clothing lines, coffee makers, coffee beans, couches, home. For, and we got drop. I mean, fucking Drew's got a, uh, I don't even know what that is. Drew's got a fitness line. <laughs> She's giving us like sweating to the oldies tapes. And we can't get she by charade, the great. I mean, and she's back. I mean, and, and how devastating was it? To see Sheree, who we knew this was going to go bad. We just didn't think it would go bad in front of our eyes when she was sitting there in Philadelphia, Illadelph, for like two hours in the cold. You know, she was like, I'm going to stay Under outside. Heat lamp. <laughs> with the furs on, dressed to the nines, looking fantastic with the Mary J. Blige boots on. And ne- brutal. Tyro never showed up. Never showed up. But I hear... She's dating another guy from uh, Love and Marriage Huntsville. And I think this guy, from what I understand, is like bad news. He's got like baby mama drama right now. So I don't know. I don't know. I can't make any judgments, but, you know, everybody is not happy about this. She's one of the most beloved housewives because she's so damn funny. And I don't know, like as much shit as she talks, there's something sweet about Sheree. There's a sweetness about Sheree, and everybody's rooting for Sheree. Like, no one doesn't like Sheree. We're all protective of her, but, like, for some weird reason, I just want the best for her. And Tyrone, like, standing by him when he was in prison for, I forget what it is, like, eight years or so, and then he gets out, and then he stands you up? It's not right. At, at like, a Thai food restaurant in Philly? You know, like, it early winter like the, i don't know what kind of what the hell they were like serving oysters i don't know what that spot was <laughs> right oh sheree and then she was just <sighs> waiting by the facetime and it was just yeah, so it was sad. brutal it was brutal and and you know all the housewives because we become so familiar with them like uh candy you know her cry you know becomes a voice crack kenya you know her pain gets so deep she's you know when she's genuinely sad she doesn't really shed tears and but but you could feel her pain truly really comes out but yeah you see, it's real. And like seeing Sheree cry, like it hurt me. Oh, because she's like, you know, she's got an armor about she's her. She's tough. And to see her like break down over Tyrone. From prison. From a halfway house in Philly. Damn, that was. And finally, Sonia, like real quick, you know, Sonia's been through the ringer. She's finding her way. She's definitely sweet. Do you think ultimately she's cut out? Does she have the disposition to be a real housewife or is she too nice? She's too nice, but I think she's hanging in there. She's definitely tough. Actually, I really like her. I want to get to know her more. But uh, I feel like she's picking fights that like she doesn't know how to pick her battles. So, you know, just she needs to chill out a little bit. Don't try to fight Kenya. No. <laughs> like, stay away from Kenya. You're not going to win this. Stay away from Kenya. You, do, you don't want that smoke. That's not smoke you want. Yeah. Stick to uh, Drew, maybe. Right. not Kenya. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, because I, I like her, too. Um, it's funny, you know, for me, when I got to interview the women on the show, it's like I they become human 
and not just characters on their show. But when I got to interview them on Wendy and you meet them, it's almost like, it, I don't know, it softens me from my opinions because I was like, oh, she's so sweet. Like you get a different sense of them when they're in 365 reality for you. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the Draft King's YouTube channel is called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Pivoting to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is just like... Yeah, I was just going to say that. Erica Jane came to the show, and I had like a tough stance with Erica. But Break it down. She came to the show, she softened me up. I'm like, oh, maybe she is, like, innocent. Norman, I want you to break down Erica Jane, the last two seasons. Where are you at with her? 
What is your take on Erica Jane? And specifically, before you jump into it specifically, if you hear her say good dick, again, will you vomit in your mouth? Because when she kept saying good dick, I'm getting dick, I'm, I was like, and I'm an Erica fan, I was like, you, I can't hear this anymore. Like, you're making me sick to my stomach here. <laughs> and also, to be honest, I don't believe she's getting good dick. Like, I don't believe it's actually happening. I feel like I don't trust it. I feel like if she was, we'd see this gentleman. We would, like, know who he was. We'd know his name. But I just don't believe that that's happening. Not for one. You don't think there's, like, late night creeps where she's getting good dick, to quote her? I'm, that's not me saying it. I'm I quoting her. So. Okay. I think maybe she's too... <laughs> this is, she's too famous to, like, have, like, good anonymous dick. I feel like if she had good dick, we'd know who it was. Right, because we know at, at this point in, in the world, you, you like you, especially when she's putting out there, somebody's gonna see. You know, how we say like our housewives, they need to be careful about flaunting their success and all that stuff. Like Erica, you need to be careful putting that out there because there's gonna be somebody who's gonna be like, "Oh, you're getting all this good. We're gonna find Mr. Good Dick out here. We're gonna find who this guy here is here that's getting you." <laughs> the sun is like in the bushes right now with like a long lens camera. Good dick, bad dick, or no dick at all. We've differentiated with our opinions of Erica. What is your take on Erica the last couple of years? What is your take on her up to speed uh, so far in this uh, season? Erica, Erica, Erica. She's uh, she's giving us a lot this season and last season. Like, she's become a big part of the show. Um, now, I know I've kind of, like, had my doubts about her, you know, her innocence in the situation. But at this point... I don't even care anymore. Like, I just, <laughs> I, she's so entertaining and she's so fun that I feel like it's, like, not an issue anymore. Like, we don't even care. Like, I just want to see her, like, get drunk and, like, curse children out. Like, she's, like, literally cursing children out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, so man. for those reasons, I feel like the judge should just let her go. Just for that alone. Just for what she's brought to us. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Like with with your Work housewife, with, with your housewife friends and you know social media again, you know, I, like for me, it's like whether it's Marlo, whether it's you know Lisa Renner, whether it's Teresa, whether it's Erica, we need these people messy. We need them bad. We need we otherwise we have no show. I mean, they are what makes the show. They drive other people crazy. They drive us as fans crazy. And I, you know, people, you know, when I'm like, I love Erica on the, you know, when I, when I sort of have appreciated her publicly, people get, they get angry at me. Like they get pissed off at me, you know, and I know her stuff was more serious, but we need messy housewives. Otherwise, what do we have? Exactly. And I'm not excusing what happens because I don't. We don't know what happened. We don't know. So in the meantime, in the meantime, let's just enjoy what we have. In the meantime, I think that's a good perspective to have. Yeah. She's ordering hot tea, and the guy's like, uh, we don't have hot tea. She's like, give me a whiskey. <laughs> right, she, went, <laughs> she went from hot tea to whiskey. She didn't go yeah. hot tea, maybe a coffee, <laughs> maybe some water yeah. with lemon, uh -huh. maybe a hot tea, like, like okay, maybe a white rosé. <laughs> she went yeah. hot tea. I'll take whiskey. <laughs> Man, yeah, it's, uh, it's just great this year. 
Um, another person whose whole sort of storyline and sort of identity has changed a lot is Sutton. She's in the fucking mix. She's in there with Diana. Yeah. She's in there with uh -huh. Erica. She got a tongue lashing from Lisa Renna, um, which uh -huh. was a great Lisa Renna moment. A great <laughs> Lisa Renna moment. That Elton John charity uh, situation is just, I mean, that thing's, I think, two or three seasons ago. Yeah, uh-huh. But that just keeps happening. What, what is your the, take the on her? Pain tasting. Uh, Sutton? Yes. I love Sutton. She's, she's great. Sutton is amazing. I didn't see it coming, because when we first met her, she wasn't good, and we didn't like her, and she was like, I kind of wanted her off the show. But something clicked. Something changed, and she's incredible. She's one of the all-time greats now. She, re she <laughs> really is good. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, her confessionals are great. You know, she argues. Uh -huh. She's messy as shit yeah. i mean she is a fucking messy. mess she gives us these crazy fashions with backwards tuxedos all like sorts of buttons are in the back <laughs> yeah. the couture i mean she's been really 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 good she's not scared she'll yeah. mix it up like uh -huh. i think something yeah. happened you're right i think when she had the whole beef with erica i think it sort of gacked her up like she's like well if i could go against erica i could go against anybody yeah uh-huh and just not the makers of her fridge because she she hates her refrigerator. She's got to right. get a new fridge. I'm sure next season she's going to have some sort of ridiculous fridge made in like Berlin or Germany yeah. or a one-of-a-kind custom-made. Every time we see her kitchen, she's like, don't look at the fridge. Don't right. look at the fridge. Right. <laughs> she's so embarrassed by it. Don't worry. We don't judge you, uh, yeah. Sutton. What, what do you think of Garcelle? Is Garcelle just there to be Sutton's bodyguard? Because I, I know Garcelle in real life. So. But I feel like Garcelle, yeah. like, you know, like all she, I don't know what her allegiance is, is to Sutton, but like she's, she'll go in the, like the middle of like yeah. a brawl to protect Sutton. I don't know if they're, they're doing business deals together. These two. Yeah, I don't know what it is about them, but they're ride or die. Like Sutton can do no wrong. And Sutton is often wrong. But she defends it every time. Do you get, because I get pissed when they don't have their own storylines. Like her whole storyline is sort of defending Sutton and, you know, sort of asking Erica questions. Like we don't, like, like I said, yeah. I need them to be messy. And I felt like Lisa yeah. Renna, you know, up until, uh, you know, for a little, like the last season, you know, she's been sort of like, you know, they get too smart. Like, I'm going to stay out of it, but uh -huh. I need you in it. Uh -huh. Like, and I, you know, and I feel yeah. like this year when she flipped out on Sutton, I was like, okay, uh, you, you know, that you gave us something. You can't just sit there off to the side. You have to, because like Kyle, I mean, that's her sort of role. She's sort of like the Jennifer Aniston, the good girl, but she's not doing shit. Kyle's just there. She's just there mixing it up at the, uh, the homeless, not toothless charity gala. She was just kind of like there to like cause trouble. And it's like, this one said this, and this one said that. Meanwhile, she's doing nothing. Do you think she's bored, Kyle? I don't know if Kyle, maybe. I don't know if she's like long for this housewives world. I feel like she has like one or two seasons left in her, like on her own. I think she might leave us. Yeah, I agree. But you know what? As much as I like Colin, appreciate her for her longevity to the show, I feel like we wouldn't miss her. I, and, I, and that doesn't mean I don't like her and I don't appreciate, but we won't miss her because she doesn't do shit. She doesn't do I, anything. It's true. Unfortunately, it's true. She does the splits. 
Like we know that. Like she can she can split. Yeah, we know she has some <laughs> sort of bones bone dysmorphia or something like that. We got that. But that yeah. ain't, you gotta come right. with way more than that. Like that's not a uh-huh. season long storyline. Yeah. We love Mauricio, you know, he's cool and you know, their their whole uh-huh. rise. And she did bring us Kathy Hilton, who by the way, where like what happened with Kathy Hilton? Kathy Hilton, where is she? like we see her once like how many times have we seen her like twice this season once or twice but she's starting to come around but like you know the expectations you know last year with the who is hunky dory and all her quirky weird stuff you know we Uh were expecting a lot more from her and then this year it's like where's kathy i feel like she's not delivering like we want her to she's she's not delivering it's for the best though like kathy (laughs) is like like truffle sauce like truffle oil like she's like a little bit of kathy goes a very long way. Like, I, I agree. And I feel like if yeah. you keep Kathy on TV too long, she could wind up doing something that could really uh-huh. fuck up the image of Kathy Hilton. Like, I mean, I didn't and think this was... I a, feel uh, like it's coming. I feel like it's coming. You do. I feel like Kathy is like... There's like a storyline that may be coming that like she said something derogatory to like the staff and Lisa Renna heard it. And now Lisa Renna and Kathy Hilton hate each other so i guess maybe we'll see that but i don't know i just something i read and kathy hilton uh, mistook lizzo <laughs> for the oh. actress who played precious she actually called the actress uh-huh. gabby i can't remember her last name uh gabby sidibe gabby sidibe she didn't call her gabby sidibe <laughs> just said she showed a picture of lizzo who i love and i'm like a lizzo stan and <laughs> She said, who is that? Is that Precious? That, but Wait. that was tight, though. Like, that, so I thought it was so... I, I, I was like, yo, Kat... But, you know, people, like, immediately go, she's racist, all black people don't look... What do you expect yeah. from Kathy Hilton? She doesn't know and what's Kathy happening. Kathy doesn't know anybody. She doesn't know anybody. It's not an excuse. She doesn't... But Kathy doesn't know anybody. She doesn't know anybody. She thought Garcelle was her sister. She mistook... <laughs> A black woman for her sister. <laughs> so, you know, she sees Lizzo and she says, is that precious? Yeah, I don't feel Terrible. like it has to be, you know, like they want to chop her head off when she makes a mistake. She doesn't know like what year it is. Yeah. She doesn't know who's the president. She, she you know, know. She doesn't know the lady who works for her. No, that she's lady a, answer, the lady who answers the door. Yeah. Later, <laughs> like a few episodes later, somebody correct me like, yo, you need to like at least know the person's name who's like in your house driving you around. <laughs> Right. I mean, it's not an excuse, but Kathy Hilton is, she's an airhead. It's been a fantastic Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Uh, a Girls Trip 3 apparently is filming. Oh. Girls Trip 2, in oh. my opinion, the seven episodes at Dorinda's <laughs> house, in my opinion, by far was the best spinoff ever. Hands down, no questions asked. No question about it. We agree on this. That was incredible television. We had Brandy Glanville, big crazy nuts, uh, <laughs> nuts. Phaedra, Dorinda, being Dorinda is. <laughs> I used to love, like she's one of my faves, but after that, like she was, she was unhinged. mean at times. She was mean. I feel like she woke up and she was still kind of tipsy a little bit, maybe just a little bit. I mean, she. Again, like, I love Dorinda. Again. But, yeah. but, you know, like, she made the show. I mean, they all did. It was really a cumulative effort because Phaedra was great. Yeah. She was Phaedra excellent. Was incredible. 
And uh-huh. Vicky Gumbelson was nuts and great. Chef's kiss. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Tamara was great. Brandy Glanville was, I mean, these are girls that like, these are wacky, <laughs> wacky women. Brandy Glanville tried to physically fight Dorinda. And they like they held her back, and she's like, "It's okay, she's my age." <laughs> it's like, it's, and then the, the bartender laughed. When the bartender laughed, yeah. I thought, it, "I mean," and Dorinda, again, like you know, she had all these women at her house. She tried to make it nice, which I, I love, uh-huh. Dorinda. I say this with all due respect. We need another tagline. You can't. We've been making uh-huh. it nice. We rocked with that and appreciated yeah. it for I think five or six, maybe seven years now. <laughs> We need another stroke of genius from you because you everything can't. Can. on that. Yeah, exactly. But, you, you know, as much as Dorinda went crazy and she went fucking batshit crazy, think about the stress of having the women, those women at your house. I don't care how big Bluestone Manor is. Like, just think yeah. about the amount of stress and chaos and pressure you feel from having them. And that's just what we saw on camera. You know, there's uncut footage. These yeah. days are long. You know, like, I don't know and I don't want to uh-huh. know. I try to not n- break the fourth wall, but like, you know, they film and they film and they film and they film. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They're in your crib. It's not like, I mean, they're there, you know, I think they were there with seven or eight days. Seven days. Yeah. Which is a lot. Like imagine being in a house with Jill Zarin for seven days straight. Just Jill <laughs> Zarin. I mean, if Jill Zarin wanted to stay, stay with you for the weekend, just Jill Zarin, you, you would flip, yeah. and you're like a chill dude, like, you might yeah. flip out. Uh, I think so. She was a mess. Jill Zarin is like, I, I love that she tried to surprise them using, like, her big moment from New York, and nobody knew what it was. Like, she's, like, hanging on to her notoriety from, like, the days of yore of yeah. Real Housewives of New York. Like, she was just Oh, I feel bad for Jill Zarin. She's a little thirsty. Do you think she's thirsty? Oh, 1,000%. Like, oh, she looks thirsty. Like, she's just, she wants back on the show so bad. Man. I feel bad for her. It's never going to happen. It's never. I'm sorry. I mean, I think that she'd work on the Legacy Show. I think the Legacy Show, they should come yeah. with the whole kitchen sink. Uh-huh. We need to save New York. We need to save New York. Because it's the, it used to be the best one. Right now, Beverly Hills is holding it down, but New York used to be incredible. Yeah, they what really, a dream team. They really did a number on the whole New York thing. I am Rappaport Podcast. We are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. John Wall, baby, needs no introduction. Every week, the five-time NBA All-Star and the number one pick in the 2010 NBA draft, John Wall will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league and tell the best behind-the-scenes stories from his time in the NBA and what's going on now in the league. CJ will bring his A-list comedian buddies to keep it light and fire off some hoop takes. Plus, John Wall will be inviting current and former NBA players, friends, and teammates to join the show to give their unfiltered accounts of what's really going on in the league from a player's perspective. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know. 
What were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrified horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit Visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, finally, the hard question, the ubiquitous Uh-oh. question. Uh-huh. And, and I'll even, you know, you could throw a, a cherry on top. They don't have to be in any particular order, they can be in a particular order. Okay. Storm and Norman Baker's top five top of all five. time ever. Okay. I'll even give you a six. I'll give you a cherry on top at the end if you want one. <laughs> okay. So, you know, this is a given. I've said this many times. My number one housewife is the great Kenya Moore. Period. She gives us, she gives us so much. And she's tough. She's beautiful. Like we've seen her ups and downs. She hangs with, like, she could go toe-to-toe with Nene and win. Like, she's the greatest. And she's hilarious. Um, that's your number one. So, you stick to it. That's my number one. All uh, right. Number two. Number two, table flipper, Teresa Judice. <laughs> the newlywed. I mean, that goes without saying. The newlywed, who's still, after 30 years, still fighting her brother and his wife. Won't let it go. Apparently, that's just gotten worse. It's taken a turn for the worse. I know. They didn't go to her wedding, which is crazy. I can't wait for that. Like, it makes my heart beat faster when I think about it. Like, I can't wait to see how that all goes down. Because um, there's no drama <laughs> like Judai's drama. And, and because oh, it's yeah. so deep. You know, it's real. <laughs> it's real. Right. These people that are like naysayers and all these, uh, you know, uh, people that think it's fake and that we're losers uh-huh. for watching it. All I got to say is uh-huh. watch that Judice drama. Watch them. <laughs> watch Joe, who never speaks Italian, break into like chopped up 
mutilated <laughs> Italian. Like, watch him, like, tears in his eyes. Yeah. There's shit on The Sopranos, The Godfather, Goodfellas uh-huh. that, is, that, it, it, that <laughs> it isn't as good as Judice Real Housewives of New Jersey drama. A period. So true. So true. I love the Judices. Um, I'm still shaky on Louie, though. Number three, Nene, obviously. Nene's amazing. She's in everybody's top five. Yeah, she helped build the whole damn, the whole company. She's one of the greatest of all time. She's number three. Uh, four is Countess Luann. Wow. Luann. And Luann has given us a lot. I've gone to Luann's, uh, her cabaret show, and she walks out. She's like Madonna. Like, everybody's like, Whoa! People are like cheering and crying. And she, <laughs> in her mind, she is like Madonna. Like, she's Barbara Streisand. She's like, hello, everybody. Like, she's like, <laughs> the quintessential housewife. Like, she's kind of, like, delusional, yet, like, actually fabulous and amazing. And the but whole... But Norman, Storm and Norman, I have to question. As far as number four, and we went over the Bethany Frankel, as number four, you I have know. her being your number one from New York. I'm not saying Luann is incredible. She's incredible. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you have to remember, like... The, the mugshot years. Oh, man. And Tom, the, oh. this whole thing about Tom. Oh. She fell in the bushes. Her leg oh. was up. Man, like, you know, right. she's, she's giving us a lot. She, she's giving us a complete storyline. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> yeah. Don't be all uncool. Man. She's greatest. Um, okay. And then my number five, she's no longer on the show, but Lisa Vanderpump. Can't because argue with that. She's got spinoffs that have spinoffs. She's incredible. She's incredible. I mean, you can't She's get better than that. And she was funny. She was funny. She was sexy in a weird way. Like she was like this kind of purry, sort of British, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> she had dwarf horses. She's got dwarf horses. Her, her She's husband. got Ken. Yeah. Her husband was crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to you mentioned Madonna in a Madonna concert. It'd be hard to find somebody that is as flamboyant as Ken at a Madonna concert. Like Ken, you could plop him in there, and he's gonna like be like, okay, like with the purple shirts, the pink shirts. <laughs> he comes dressed like Prince, <laughs> holding a little dog, a little doggy. like right, like a dog with like a matching colored like you know fur and yeah. all that shit. Okay, so if you had to do your one cherry on top, if you were, say, your sixth, who would be your sixth uh, that comes in after the great Lisa Vanderpump? I guess I'm going to go with Bethany. Wow, you say it so reluctantly, like I pushed you into, like I'm bullying you into picking (laughs) Bethany. No, it's just, you know, I never really bought into the hype of Bethany. Okay. Actually, she actually came to the show and charmed the pants off me. I really, really liked meeting her. She was really cool. Because you had sort of been talking about that on the show, right? Yeah, uh-huh. She was so charming and cool and, like, awesome that, like, you know, maybe I do see it. Maybe I do see what everybody's talking about. Well, she's a charmer. I mean, she works it. She uh-huh. knows how to, I mean, shit. Look at what she did. She created this incredible company. It's That takes a lot of, you know... Charm and, and uh-huh. grit and, you know, like Mamba mentality. And, you know, like Steve Jobs created something that like changed the way we live. I feel like Bethany did the same thing with the skinny margaritas. It's like part of our life now. Crazy. She changed the world. Jesus Christ. And she couldn't even make it into your top five. That's fucked up, Lorman. <laughs> She's a visionary. <laughs> All right. 
Norman, I'm going to let you go. Stormin Norman Baker, producer extraordinaire. Rap. I appreciate you deep diving with me uh, on this. Like I said, there's not many people that I like, like I could go into my Real Housewives uh, passion who know their stuff and who, who could stick in the pocket, make strong opinions. And I would love for you to come back another time. Um, you know, and, and I, I just I, would love to. I appreciate you coming on with me, Norman. No, you know, I love this podcast. And I'm a big fan of yours on screen and off. Uh, you know, I think you're awesome. So thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Norman. I appreciate it. Boom. I want to thank my special guest, Stormin' Norman Baker, producer extraordinaire, reluctant on-air personality. Thank you so much, my friend, for rocking with the I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast. All housewives, everything. I'm out. Miles Jordan, a.k.a. the Bleach Brothers, a.k.a. the Dust Brothers. Take me out of here with something real nice. Take me out of here with something real proper. But most importantly, end this gorgeous reality Rappaport episode with something real loud and real funky. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. I'm done. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Got menopause? We've got you. Hi, Jackie here, founder of ExoJackie. Feel supported throughout your menopause journey and beyond with our organic protein powders and symptom relief boosts. Formulated to keep bones and muscles strong, ExoJackie products help reduce bloating, hot flashes, and weight gain. Enjoy 20% off with promo code EXOPODCAST. Shop now at exojacqi.com. Made for women by women.